Well, thousands and thousands of New Zealanders have had or will have shingles at some stage in their life, usually over the age of 65. What is shingles? How does shingles affect you? And what is the treatment option? Or what are the treatment options available? Joining us now is Dr Jenny Visser, a lecturer at University of Otago's Department of Primary Health Care and General Practice in Wellington. Kia ora, Jenny. Good evening. Good evening. Well, it's described as a debilitating disease. What is shingles? Yes, so thanks for the introduction there. The shingles is a reactivation of the virus that causes chickenpox. And, uh, and I'm sure uh, we know from studies that nearly all adults, well, over 90% of New Zealand adults will have had chickenpox as children. We can probably remember that with the um, the rash and the itchy rash and, um, and feeling unwell and, and, um, and, and um, having to rest up for a few days. Then we get over that initial infection as, as children usually. Sometimes you can get it as adolescents or adults but unlike other viruses, instead of being cleared from our body, it, it retreats and it goes and hides in the nerves close to the spinal column. And then sometime later in our lives, often when we're stressed, um, usually physically or as we get older and our immune system is less robust or we put on treatment which suppresses our immune system, then the virus comes out along the nerve and causes a rash on the, the bit of skin that that nerve um, supplies the, the, the sensation to. So you get this rash and often in a, a clear block-like fashion, often on the torso, the chest, but can be in other parts of the body and really importantly can sometimes be on the face where it can also involve the nerve that supplies the eye. So... Just because you had chickenpox, and that's a that's a high percentage of those of us who have had it, does that mean that we will get shingles? No, no. So, so most of us have had chickenpox, and it's estimated about one in three people who have had chickenpox sometime in their life will get a shingles breakthrough. That's still a pretty high number, though, isn't it? It really is. I mean, I've you know anyone who's had it, and I'm one of them, I, I still have, I can still point to the scars, which are, you know, well, let's just say they've been there for a while. Um, but, yes. <laughs> but let's stay on the subject of shingles and not yep. my scars. Um, how does it initially present? Yes, so shingles usually, um, the typical presentation is that you have a sensation of pain, um, discomfort in, in the part of the the back or the part of the body where it's um, where it's going to manifest, and often people and and many years being a GP, this is how people would present. They feel like they've they've put their back out or, or pulled a muscle or something in their back, and it's just feeling uncomfortable, or maybe as I say, on their face. And then after the pain, this prodrome, maybe you get a little bit of feeling a little bit unwell, maybe a slight um, headache, and just feeling a bit fluey. And then a couple of days later, the rash appears. So it's a very, it's a rash that looks like the chickenpox rash, but instead of being over the entire body, it's just over that part of the body where that nerve um, is, is, is um, responsible for providing the sensation. So a smaller band, a typical band of, of blisters across the chest or, or part of the face. And then the, the blisters stay there for a couple of days up to, or can, uh, often, sorry, will, um, 
peak after about a week or so and then take another week to blister and dry off and um and settle down now unlike with chickenpox that 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 shingles attack that initial shingles attack is often very, very painful. So the initial pro drug, that, that initial feeling that it's just a little bit like a pulled muscle, but then it can become quite severe and people can be quite unwell with the initial shingles attack. But more importantly than that is that it can um, leave a, a permanent pain in that, that site and what we call post-herpetic neuralgia. So it's just a nerve pain which can stay with you forever for, 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 for months, years, decades, and can cause a really, really nasty ongoing, um, not just pain, but also the, the, the skin, the affected skin, um, is, it doesn't like the, um, doesn't tolerate well anything touching it. So even clothing or, or, um, or, or sheets in, in bed at night can be really uncomfortable. And that causes a lot of disruption. People are in chronic pain. They often, it disturbs their sleep. Um, they become very anxious. Um, people often lose weight and lose condition. So it's um, certainly not a, a, a nice um, thing to have to experience. And and the other major the the nerve in the face that um, then um, provides sensation to the eye and if you get um, shingles in the eye then that can um, cause a lot of short-term um, problems but also quite severe inflammation and occasionally can even be linked to to blindness and, and permanent loss of vision so um, it's not a nice disease to get in its initial forms, but it certainly isn't nice to get because you don't want to be left with those um, complications. And the complications do occur that the neuralgia occurs in about um, 30% of people who get shingles and the eye complications in up to 25%. So these are all quite significant risks. We've just had a text in from Nicola who's asking, is it possible to get shingles on different nerves at different times? She's had it on her face and she also believes she's had it recently on her torso. Yes, yes it is. It it can certainly reoccur. Um, I forget the the absolute figures, but we, we certainly do see people getting shingles more than once. And very typically, as, as the person who's texted in, it will be affecting different nerves. So yeah. thank you for covering off the, the symptoms and, and the experiences that many people have. Yeah. Is it an illness that attacks the immune system? Yeah, so it in itself doesn't, um, I suppose every illness has some impact on the immune system, but the real key, the, the link between your immune system and getting shingles is that while you've got a really good um, immune system that's, you know, very effective and, and very robust, it will keep the nerve under check in, in that the, uh, so the virus in the nerves um, in the spinal column or close to the spinal column. But it's as your immune system starts to wane, which happens to all of us as we get over. And unfortunately, it doesn't sound very old, but it does start in our 50s um, and then gets, um, and like everything, other systems in our body, it just gets less and less um, effective as we get older. It ages along with us. But also if people are immunosuppressed because they have to go on medication that suppresses their immune system, um, chemotherapy will do this. 
A lot of people are now being very successfully treated for conditions like rheumatoid arthritis and um, um, what we call inflammatory bowel conditions like, um, uh, like Crohn's disease and other conditions. The, we suppress their immune system, which is great for controlling those conditions, but the side effect of that is that our immune system isn't as um, robust and as good at keeping the virus in check. And that's when the virus um, uh, moves out along the nerve and causes the symptoms. How is shingles normally treated? And I've got a number of texts, but I'll ask that question sure, and then, and then we'll go great. to the texts afterwards. Yes, yes. So, so once if if you have um, the, the, when I talked about getting that initial what we call the prodrome, that warning that it might be coming on that pain in, in the chest or on the face, and certainly as soon as you see any um, any spots, any of the little um, spots of the rash or any rash occurring. Please, please go and see your GP as soon as possible because we can start you on antivirals, medications to um, to combat the virus. But unfortunately, that's not particularly effective. It's very good for some people, helps some people and reduces the severity of the rash, but it's not um, particularly useful. Still, many people will still go on to um, get um the the complications so it may help with the with the initial rash but it will it doesn't have a big impact on on the complications and then it's really just down to using pain relief to try and relieve the pain and if you end up with this the the ongoing the severe the complications of the neuralgia um you some people end up having to go on to very high pain um you know really significant painkillers opioids and um and tricyclic antidepressants, which in this instance are, are working um, on how the body perceives pain to help damp down the pain. And there's another drug called gabapentin. But unfortunately, um, none of those are, are fantastic and and um, they only have variable impact and for some people don't help much at all. And they may need to be on on quite a combination of of, of medication. So, so really... Um, for me, I think the key message here is that it should all be about prevention rather than cure. Very good. Well, sorry, you just hear me having a little pause as I'm trying to keep up That's with right. this great flow of text. So let's get to them. Uh, here we go. Kia ora, I'm 67 and had shingles about four years ago. My question is, do I still need the vaccine? That's from David. Yes, yes. We because as we, as other the um, person before, you can get shingles more than once in a lifetime, and so if you have had shingles in the past, you should still get the vaccine. The New Zealand guidelines are currently recommending that you wait a, a year between having an infection of shingles and getting the vaccine. That's not because it's dangerous to have it um, sooner than that. It's just that it's rare to get a second bout within a year. So you've got good immunity from having had that bout of shingles, but it certainly is worthwhile because there's always a chance you could get it again. Here's a question. I've had the shingles vaccine and then got a dose. Doctor told me vaccine only 40% successful. Ah, now it depends which shingles vaccine you're talking about. So up until August of last year, the vaccine that was the funded vaccine and the one that was widely available in New Zealand did give only gave about that 40 to 50% coverage depending on the age group. 
and the immunity from the vaccine waned very rapidly over a, a um, over a couple of years, and by about four or five years, really didn't have much benefit at all. But the newer vaccine, which is now the vaccine which is funded for um, people in their, their 65th year, is a totally different sort of vaccine, and the studies are showing great protection up well um, up into the 90s and even higher 90s for, for people in their 50s and 60s, but even 91% protection against um, getting shingles in people over 80 years of age. So it's a very different vaccine. It's a new vaccine, and we're very lucky that it's now the one that's that, that's um, receiving the, the funding, government funding, to get it free at 65. Here's a question about age. If a shingles vaccine is so good, why can you only get one in your 65th year, else pay several hundred dollars? That's from Scott. Yes, yes, and this is this is a vex, yes, this is a question for. Um, it, it, and, it, and I don't envy, I mean, Pharmac, the funding body, has to has a limited budget. And I suppose they, they just have to make um, a decision as to, well, if they have a limited amount of money, then where, where are they going to get the best bang for their buck, basically? And, and certainly we know that the older you are when you have shingles, the more likely you are to get severe shingles and the more likely you are to get the complications, particularly the neural. So they um, certainly, you know, so so there is an argument and you look all around the world where they do fund vaccines. Often people, the, the authorities have gone for the funded um, doses being given in around 60, 65 or, or even a bit later. However, we do know that this vaccine is also, we know the risk of shingles does start increasing quite dramatically around 50 and um and yes, there is an option to to pay for it, but it is it is as your listener has indicated quite an expensive vaccine. It is important to note, however, that um, Pharmac is considering dropping the age limit um, to a lower age limit for Maori and Pacifica, because we know that um, having other comorbidities, having other illnesses, um, respiratory. Um, uh, um, lung disease and heart disease and diabetes um, and the like increases your risk of severe shingles. So we may hear reasonably soon whether or not they're going to have a lower age limit for certain groups. But the hope is that it will be, um, be the funded criteria will, will increase to other groups in the population as well. I've got one more question about vaccine as a response to shingles and then a number mm. that are about other approaches to respond to shingles. This one yes, is, yes. if you had the old vaccine five years ago, should you get the new vaccine? Yeah, yes. So so the short answer is yes. Um, if Because we know that that old vaccine really wasn't, isn't giving much protection um, beyond about that, that three, four, five years maximum, and there's certainly no harm in getting the new vaccine. Again, the New Zealand recommendations are if you got the old vaccine, then wait for a year before you get the new vaccine. Um, and but as I said, that old vaccine hasn't been available in New Zealand since August of last year, so that won't be affecting that many people. Um, and but of course, if you are now, if that was, if you paid, if 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 you if you got it, the funded vaccine when you were sixty five 
five years ago and you now want to get the new vaccine currently you would have to pay for it but yes it's perfectly safe and I would strongly advise that people do it because you've still got a lot of life ahead of you and and a significant chance of of having shingles and the complications. This next text is from Maria. Kia ora, I found acupuncture a very helpful treatment for both pain and calming the nerve system. Yep, I, I, um, absolutely. Um, I I haven't looked at papers or seen publications myself specifically on using acupuncture for relieving the pain associated with, with shingles, the neuralgia of shingles. However, we do know from other studies that um, it certainly is good in, in managing uh, in managing other types of pain and other types of nerve or causes of nerve pain. So, yes, that's something that, that people could certainly try. And this text, I'm not sure who it's from, but hi, is it true that St John's wort can help with herpes and shingles? I don't know. I, I, I haven't seen any publications on that. Um, I certainly know St John's wort is, is used for mild depression and and, and certainly depression is is a potential complication of the complications. So possibly if it helped ease the depression, it may help you cope with the pain um, pain a bit more better a bit better. Um, but sorry, no, I I, I haven't um, I can't say I'm an expert on that. Here's another one. Uh, a mixture of cannabis oil, mugwort and goldenrod helped ease the pain in a woman who suffered with shingles and lack of sleep for years. The natural herbal yep. mixture helped her after years of other ineffective treatments. Yes, and and uh, and, and look, I, I can see why, um, if, you've, if you've got that neuralgia, why you will turn to to other um, possible combinations and and we you know we know the um, cannabis oil is is many people are, are um, saying they're, they're getting good relief of all sorts of causes of pain um, using that and I think this just attests to the fact that those um, the treatments that we have the medications that we have for treating the neuralgia are very, uh, you know, are not that effective, and often there's a lot of um, having to mix a lot of drugs and things, and many people um, are only about fifty percent. Um, one study I saw, a good fifty percent of people were dissatisfied and found that really it didn't relieve their pain significantly at all. So, um, so good to see that people are looking for other other alternatives. Um, again, I haven't seen published studies on that, but anecdotally, um, people report that um, that there. A number of other herbal remedies and and um, cannabis oil. Now here's a text from a parent. My daughters with no comorbid conditions have both had mm. shingles aged eight and twelve, confirmed by swabs by the GP. This seems quite unusual, mm. and I wonder about their ongoing risk of getting a recurrence. Yes, it, it, shingles in children is rare but it's not impossible and um certainly i'm sure and i'm sure the gp has you know had you would it's always if, if a child presents with shingles you always make sure you do a good examination and you look for could there be some um, cause of immunosuppression in, in this child but even healthy children can from time to time get shingles it's not unheard of and yes if you if they've had shingles then you know for certain that um, they've had chickenpox sometime in the past and even if you've had one outbreak of shingles they certainly could um, could could get it again in the future 
As to knowing how much more are they more at risk, I don't think they're probably more at risk than other people of getting shingles, but um, there's there's probably, it's a risk that they will continue with for the rest of their lives, But which is the same of anybody who's had chickenpox. Here's a question. Hi, can you get shingles from other viruses as well as chickenpox? No, no. You the 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 what we call shingles is has to be the reactivation of the chickenpox virus. However, you can certainly there are some other viruses, and certainly and and shingle the the chickenpox virus is, is a herpes virus, and other herpes viruses sometimes can look very much like shingles um so it, but they may not be um but it wouldn't be it would be a a, a, a an, another um herpes outbreak not not shingles and possibly there are other viruses that can give um similar looking rashes but no it wouldn't be called shingles is it true this is another text is it true that yeah. having covid can increase the chance of older people getting shingles Yes, yes, gosh, you've got a um, wonderfully informed audience there. And yes, this uh, this was something that was recognised through and continues to be recognised with the ongoing COVID pandemic, that there did seem to be a um, a, a, a blip, an, 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 an uptick in the number of, um, of, of shingles cases in the population in general. And when they looked at those cases it was much higher in people who had COVID so it does um, having COVID the infection certainly increases your risk of having shingles. And here's a question I hope I'm pronouncing this right lysine for shingles and UVA does that make sense to Um, you? Sometimes the emails so come UV in and they're light, a little bit. So no lysine. Yeah. So sorry. No, that's nothing. That's not something that I've I've read about. But that doesn't mean there isn't something out there. But um, yeah. Sorry. I'd have to do some more research on that. I will wrap up because I've got a number of texts yeah. and just wanting to acknowledge that's them. Nice. But there are a number of people that are saying I've had the old vaccine. Should vaccine. I get the mm-hmm. new vaccine? So just sort of wanting to acknowledge all those texts without going into each of them individually and just recap on that. Yes, absolutely. I I would, um, especially if it's more than three or four years ago, because we know the old vaccine rapidly declines in its its efficacy and and its protection. So it would definitely be worth um, getting the new vaccine. And discuss that with your GP. Discuss yeah. it with your GP. And one okay. one one mm. text to, to finish. What's the link yes. between shingles and stress events? Yes, it, well, we do not. I mean, stress, emotional stress, physical stress, all of that does put pressure on our, our immune system. We, we all we all know that we've experienced that in, in in parts of our lives. And and if your immune system is suppressed or or stressed in in any way, then it's just not as good at keeping these infections at bay. And and so it's it, there is there is a link. So anything you can do to live a healthy lifestyle and and keep remain as stress free as possible is a good thing for 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 avoiding all sorts of infections, and including getting shingles. But um, certainly, I think the best way to protect yourself against shingles now would be to um, go and get that get that vaccine now that we have. A available. We have it available. Dr. Jenny Visser, thank you very much for answering all these questions and for all the information that you've shared with us tonight. Greatly appreciated.
You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Good night.